Wow, Robin, we need to practice some moves on you, my dude. What is going on, crypto fam? Welcome back to Sin City Crypto. I'm one of your co-hosts here, David. We are coming at you live from our studio here in Sin City, Nevada, with another one of our live shows. Before we start, quick disclaimer, we ain't no financial advisors. Please do your own research. With that being said, allow me to introduce you to my co-host, Big Rob Wasa. Hola, it's your boy, Big Rob, back in the house. Welcome to Sin City Crypto. If it's your first time checking us out, we are an entertainment-focused cryptocurrency channel where we take the old, the boring, the stale information, and we package it up in a fun and sexy way. Now, uh, I do want to say, we don't just do live streams here. What do we do? We also do the deep dives. Just the live stream, though. Check out the deep dives. And then, if you ain't subscribed yet, what the hell wrong with you? What the hell? You ain't liked the video yet. What the hell wrong with you? Double hell. And then uh, hit that notification bell so you don't miss any of our content. Uh, let's get a quick shout out to the chat, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got, as long as you pronounce their names right. We got Lil Caddy in here. And we got Nick, uh, Fred, HP. We got Malik, Olga, Chef, Mayad. Who else we got in here? Garrett. And Stereo two, Stereo two, got a couple of newbies in here, got a couple of newbies, but I don't, I don't, I think they left. I don't know if you're here. Uh, uh, AK Ashe, if you're here, say hello. AK Ashe and uh, Sparrow it's Ashe, bro. AK Ashe, <laughs> I can call you AK. AK47. Uh, and then uh, Sparrow, if you're here, uh, say hello as well, so uh, we can give you a little shout out. Uh, now, markets are uh, markets are down today. Yeah. Oh, sweet potato just popped up. What's up, sweet potato? Hey, sweet you know, potato. I don't like. I like sweet potato the person. I don't just don't like sweet potato. They're too. Sweet. What about what marshmallows on top? I think that's hell the, no. That's disgusting, thing. bro. Like, why add more sugar to something that has sugar and then make it a savory dish? Yeah. You might have noticed we have a new producer here. Oh yeah, we honey's uh, fired. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, we uh we did a little. We had some scheduling things come up, so uh we got uh somebody else in the producer chair today. Oh, Eduardo. And he's anyway. probably gonna mess up, so just bear with us here, okay? He's yeah. not the most intelligent. Well, as long as long as the camera's on me, you can't mess up, because you know what? Your boy looking sweet. Your boy looking sweet, bro. <laughs> you know I already, I already know what's coming. You already know what's coming. <laughs> so we did throw in the chat. Robin came up to me and said, Hey, I'm feeling generous. I want to give away 25,000 Bitcoin. I was like, for what? It's, it's under one condition, though. You got ahead of yourself. As long as we open up the club. Oh, that's the condition. We, we ain't giving out. I ain't giving out crap unless we open up the club every day. Okay. So you know, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sit here and make a promise and say that every day we open up the club we'll give out cash, because at some point your boy will go broke. But today we open up the club, we giving out that cash away. So we got a couple of new people. Sparrow said hi. What's up, Sparrow? Welcome Sparrow. to the crypto fam. Hola, welcome to Sin City Crypto. Home. We, we let everyone know what opening up the club entails. Okay, so. When you open up the club, we have a Vegas party. What's a Vegas party, Robin? Vegas party? Oh, we, we get bumping. We give out cashola. Uh, we, uh, it's just a good time, man. And how, I, what is the requirements for opening up the club? You might ask yourself. Yeah, Robin, what are you? It is uh, 21 viewers. Once we get to 21 viewers in the chat, we open up the club. We give out money. We're going to start like, we need to get like a graphic. What do you think? How do you think the graphic should look? I know a really good graphic designer. Oh, yeah? His name starts with an R. Ends with an end. So, uh, yeah, I'm thinking about uh, maybe a graphic of like champagne, club music, maybe yeah. Vegas kind of thing. So, when are we going to buy that bottle of Dom you said we're going to buy? 
Uh, well, you know what? If we don't get to twenty-one dollar, twenty-one uh, viewers, I'll have an extra twenty-five dollars. I got twenty-five bucks. We're gonna put towards the uh, dog. Uh, is is Russell here yet? No. Okay, so guys, oh, yeah, I'm sure Russell's gonna pop up here. Uh, so I'm gonna give you guys a heads up here. When, when Russell comes in here, this this man, this, this is a stand-up man. Okay, so uh, Russell. Oh, is, it, is there something else on his name? I always just call him Russell. Manuel, Russell Manuel. Russell Manuel. So yesterday we gave out $50 in Bitcoin uh, and we gave it out to Russell. And so, uh, you know, per our normal procedure at the end of the show, we reached out to Russell. We're like, hey, uh, what's your BTC address? Uh, we want to, you know, we're sending you your $50 in Bitcoin. And uh, let me read what he said. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead and read what he said. This, let this, me read what he said. This dude, man. So extremely impressive. He said, David, I've been thinking we pray for the people in Ukraine at our care group. I know that money would help me so much because I'm not working and looking for a job daily, but there are so many people that need it more than me in Ukraine. So I wanted to ask you, what do you think? I would want you to give it to that charity that you've been speaking about. The link you guys will share soon. Now, if that ain't, if that ain't one of the most non, I can't find the word I'm looking for, but if that's not the not, the not something that's not selfish, right? The most non-selfish thing you've seen, that that's it. The opposite of David. Yeah. <laughs> nah, man, that's that's freaking that was a stand-up dude. That brings a uh, tear to my eye, bro. And uh Russell, so we, anyways, love you, buddy. we we went ahead and pulled the trigger on that yesterday. Um with the uh the, with the you know what I noticed? The link that we have on the YouTube isn't a hyperlink. It doesn't doesn't copy over. What do you mean? I clicked it yesterday and it prompted the Binance. Oh, did it? Okay. I was at home. I was, you know, because I, I, you know, we, we, I went ahead and fulfilled uh, uh, my boy's wishes there. And uh, we, we donated the $50 in BTC to Ukraine. Uh, but for whatever reason, I, I tried to click the link. It wasn't working for me. A yellow beard and Alina, welcome back. Yeah. We're excited to have you. One more day until Blockchain Parlay. Who will be the winner? Are we doing 50 or 100? Uh, we, I said, once we open up the club, we're going to give out a hundred bucks. So. All right. So we're giving away a hundred bucks in Bitcoin to the winner of our blockchain parlay tomorrow. Make sure you come back tomorrow. Also tomorrow, we have a very Ooh, special guest, a TA guru, a TA expert. He is the founder of crypto stackers, an extremely popular and impressive platform. Uh, I started using it a few days ago. It's, it's got what everyone wants. Entry point, exit point, and they're always spot on. Now, of course, nothing is 100%, but if you're looking for the highest probability of a good entry, good exit points, Crypto Stackers is an absolutely amazing asset and tool for you to use. The founder and main guy from Crypto Stackers, his name is Forrest. He'll be on with us tomorrow to do some TA on our show for our community. We're super, super excited. Tell your friends, tell your family. Let's fill up the chat for Forrest tomorrow. It's going to be an absolutely amazing show. On top of that, we have the blockchain parlay. Again, make sure you come back to see who won, but also make sure you come back to put in your picks for this upcoming week. And also, just in case you guys missed it, because we are getting so many more people that are putting in their picks, we are going to start pulling numbers around 10 p.m. tonight. That way we have enough time to put the graphic together and everything. So if something happens overnight, big move. We apologize, but 10 p.m. on Thursday nights, moving forward, 10 p.m. Pacific time is when we will start pulling the numbers for Blockchain Parlay. So just a heads up to you guys. So yeah, if you're curious on how you're doing on the Blockchain Parlay, just uh, pull it up tonight and uh, you'll know. 
Yeah, we'll, we'll, we're we'll a super better excited. idea where where you're sitting at. All right, let's start. Let's uh, let's also a quick shout out to music and uh, that's it. Yeah. All right. So the first thing I want to talk, I had to go ahead and pull up my laptop. So before we look at the crypto markets, this is from the traditional world. Okay. So I found this article. I thought it was pretty interesting. Wall Street legend warns a strange day is coming to America. A massive and surprising new transition could determine the next group of millionaires, says uh, Wall Street legend Mark uh, Chaikin, who predicted the 2020 market crash. While leaving 99% of the public worse off than before, if you own regular stocks, you're in for a big surprise. And he goes on to say, <clears throat> you absolutely must consider buying one particular type of investment. And no, it's not cryptocurrency. So what is it? If it's not cryptocurrency, what is it? Robin, will you speculate on this real quick? Uh, this guy's saying it's not cryptocurrency. So then what could it possibly be? Is it gold? What, what are you thinking? Could be oil. Have you seen the price of oil lately? We, we crossed. But the don't worry, because the U.S. is releasing two days worth of oil from our reserve, so we'll be good for two days. <laughs> that was the funniest thing I saw yesterday when I read that. I was like, "What? Two days? Yeah." It's. Uh... I think it, I think it's going to be gold. Um, gold is going up during times of war, during times of high inflation. Gold typically shines. Precious metals shine. You know, uh, gold is shiny. Very true and there, David. Price is also shiny as well. <laughs> so just curious. It's um, traditionally it's uh in wartime. Uh basically if you're fearful of uh the bank or the government collapsing or the banks closing down, uh, it's always in the history of time, or at least uh since the modernization of uh the human civilization, uh it's always been gold. So uh, I don't think it's gonna change right now. I think it will in the future. And we're starting to see the shift where people are trying to protect their wealth by moving it into Bitcoin in uncertain times. So, all right. So that out of the Thunder, way. Thunder, what up? Thunder wrong. Thunder ain't never wrong. All right. Let's 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 take a look at the markets. So go ahead and pull up the laptop. So we got uh, coin market capital up here. We are currently down three point three percent over the entire crypto market. Bitcoin dominance has fallen 0.2 points down to 43.1. ETH is currently sitting a little over 18%. Uh, volume, total volume for the entire market is 78 billion. Not kind of in the middle, not super high, not super low. Typically the highs, we want to see something over 100 billion. Uh, and then we have the market cap sitting at 1.86 trillion. Bitcoin is down 3.2% to 42,287. We will be doing some TA on Bitcoin at the end of the show during the official market analysis segment. You have Ethereum down 4% to 2,800. BNB holding steady just over 400 bucks. XRP 74 cents. Terra Luna finally sees a drawdown. It's 87 bucks. Still standing at number seven. You said Terra Luna? Pull her draws down. Yeah. <laughs> Solana, $94. Cardano, almost out of the top 10. Well, 11 billion away, but number nine, sitting at 89 cents. And then you have Avalanche down 6% on the day, 6.45%. No, I bought that at Cardano yesterday at 92 cents. Still a great buy. I was waiting for the 84, remember, 85 cents. Remember, you know, I'm looking at. Just, just a kind of a reference. I, I picked up Cardano yesterday at ninety two cents. Uh, it was trading between ninety five and ninety eight cents for about three or four days. Thought a great buy was at ninety two cents. Uh, so a lot of people's mentality or your trading mentality 
might be, you know, the next day or the next morning, you look and, oh, Cardano's at 88 cents. Should I be mad? No, because I still bought it at a great price. Don't think that you're ever going to time the bottoms. And so it, that's why if you just dollar cost average, just keep buying, you know, that's the best strategy. And set a price that you want to pick up or set an entry price and then just stick with it. And don't and don't doubt yourself. Don't beat yourself up because the next day you dropped another 10 cents. Because the next time you're sitting there and I'm like, I want to buy it at 92 cents and it gets down to 93 cents and you're like, okay, okay, maybe I should wait for 88 cents. Next time it probably won't hit 88 cents. It'll bounce right up and you'll lose your buying opportunity. So uh, just my little piece and of And again, if, if you're planning on holding long-term, when I say long-term, at least two years, 88 cents to 92 cents doesn't really make that big of a difference, honestly. Yeah. I mean, you're risking it dropping down four pennies versus it's shooting up to a dollar twenty, dollar thirty, dollar fifty, whatever the case may be. You never know when these massive pumps can come. What's happening behind the scenes on the network? So why risk it? What a, what about if earlier this week you had been sitting there waiting to buy Bitcoin at thirty seven thousand? It was sitting at thirty eight thousand. Yeah. You're like, okay, I can get I can get Bitcoin for for maybe thirty seven five. And then Boom, Bitcoin shoots up instantly in 10 minutes, goes to 44,000. Yeah. And so just an example, and obviously it's not probably going to drop under 40,000 in the short term at least. I think it will. You think it, you think it will? Yeah. Either way, that's, a, that's for opinion. But the chances of, uh, you know, the, there is a decent, if not a good chance, it won't go under 40,000. Uh, so, you know, you might have lost the buying opportunity under that, under that price point is basically what I'm saying. Because you didn't pull the trigger at thirty-eight thousand, so uh, and now we got uh, any new people here? Nope. No. Okay, never mind. All right, we will come back to the markets towards the end of the show. Also, today we are doing hold them or fold them, so make sure you stay tuned for that. All right, without further ado, let's get into our very first segment: the mucho fuego hot take. Roll. It's hot. Ooh, that's hot, baby. All right, so our hot take today is this. Will Terra Luna continue pumping in the midst of war? So there has been a very high demand of Terra's stablecoin, UST, which is the top decentralized stablecoin in the market today. So as people are fleeing from national currency, they're not really doing big, well, they are doing Bitcoin, but they're not really doing all coins. Stable coins, a way to get exposure to the u.s dollar without actually having the u.s dollar and you want it to be decentralized it's going to be ust from terra so during war at the current the current conditions of the world will terra luna continue pumping obviously today we saw a drawback but what are you thinking for the next week two weeks robin uh for me i don't i don't i don't see it man uh terra okay first of all terra had a gigantic run-up gigantic Terra was on a straight tear and times of war these these citizens and russia and ukraine they're not looking to trade they're not looking to stable coin and 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 pick up the the dips here they're not dollar cost average yeah but maybe they're trying to move in their no, they're their buying currency. bitcoin they're trying to protect their wealth well obviously they're buying the ust because the i not mean russia no well that's your traders in America and things like that. 
You, th- I mean, you I think don't, the you think the the Ukrainians are, are trading crypto? I don't know if they're trading crypto, but I can see them moving some of their assets into stable coins, something more stable versus their own currency or versus you know the Russian ruble that's been absolutely tanking. You okay. know, by the way, first of all, you know how, Dogecoin how you, surpassed how, the Russian ruble. Okay, if you're a Ukrainian citizen, how how do you buy Terra? I'm I'm just curious. I, I I'm just saying, like, I I would just imagine. I'm not. I don't have an answer. I'm just saying that. I would imagine it's probably pretty complicated, especially if you're gonna if you're gonna burn your Terra and turn it into into UST. So I'm just thinking you got a bunch of new people plugging into the network that aren't used to buying crypto. They're just gonna talk to their friend and figure out how to log into an exchange, which who knows how the hell you're gonna do that when when you know you're in different places and Wi-Fi and you got people. They're just gonna buy Bitcoin, man. At least those citizens. So what do you think is behind the big run-up from Terra Luna? Well, Terra Luna did add a billion dollars worth of Bitcoin uh, into their uh, their treasury. Uh, so traditionally, Terra Luna has only been backed, or the UST stablecoin's only been backed by Terra. Uh, so it's like a one-for-one exchange. So basically, you buy Terra, and then you burn it, and you, you get some UST on the back end. Uh, now they just picked up a billion dollars worth of uh, Bitcoin, and uh, rumor has it that they're gonna s- incorporate the purchase of Bitcoin when you when you buy your UST. So instead of them burning Terra, or say say you say you sell your UST, instead of them just straight burning it and converting it over to Terra, they're gonna start buying Bitcoin in the back end. Uh, that's a rumor mill, but uh, very possible. Uh, and then instead of having a dollar-backed stablecoin, maybe you can have a Bitcoin-backed stablecoin. Do you think Luna's going to moon or going to dump? I think it's I think it's one of the most solid long-term projects, but it had a huge run-up. So I think in the short term, we're, we're, I, I'm expecting a pullback. Wait, Look, we're name me that. one project in the last six months that climbed from 30 and 40 on the coin market cap list, and then it shot up to top 10, and it stayed there. I mean, look at Cardano's about to fall out of the top 10. Solana's about to fall out of the top 10. Uh, you had PancakeSwap, Uniswap in the top 10 before. It, you know, XRP's falling back. Basically, these guys just, they cycle in. They have their run up. They have their, they have their time to shine. They get up there. I mean, I mean, even Filecoin was up there. I don't know if it broke the top 10, but it was. I don't think Filecoin broke the top 10. But Filecoin had high. a big run up. But anyways. I believe in the project. I think Terra is probably one of the one one of the most solid investments. I think I think the more and more I research about Terra, the more and more I'm excited I get about it. And the network is growing, the community is growing, people are using it. I mean, just the UST coin alone is on fire. Uh, but with that said, anything that has a big adoption and a big ass run up usually pulls back pretty hard. And uh, we had a lot of people on blockchain parlay have terra luna there's like five or six of them so oh yeah they're hoping it pumps but you know what's pumping that these guns that i had on my blockchain parlay <laughs> quant quant is pumping it is up seven almost eight percent and then anchor just continues to, to go so he said it's straight pumping and then he says eight percent i thought you were gonna i thought you were well gonna... compared to the rest of the market everything else is yeah, down that is true that is true so what up, Leon? Welcome back, my dude. All right, that'll do it for our- zombies here too. Zombie, zombie. How excited are you that zombies here? Z- man, zombie, you my dude, man. I don't know if you're a dude or a chick, but you're the person. All right, 
We are done with our hot take. We are going into our next segment, the Chitta Chatta, the talk. And our first article today is U.S. Senator urges regulators to increase scrutiny on crypto as it risks undermining sanctions against Russia. Robin's favorite, the person that he is going to take to, to, to uh, prom, you said, right? Prom or homecoming? Uh, maybe, maybe one of those military balls. Maybe. You know? <laughs> US I, I, feel like, I feel like Elizabeth Warren... She'd be the type of woman to be like, hey, you trying to go to the military ball? And I'm, and you know, your boy going to be like, what's up, boo thing? <laughs> Get her a, boot, a boutonniere? Or, or which one, which one is the, or is it the corsage? Which one is the woman, which one does the, the, uh, the chick wear? I have no idea. Anyways, there's a boutonniere. I don't know what a boutonniere is. Is it? The, uh, one of them is the one you, you pin to the jacket, uh -huh. the flower. And then uh, a corsage. I think corsage is the one that goes on uh, on the on the the ladies' wrist. Oh, you didn't go. You were in. You didn't go to prom for uh, thirty years. You ago. know your boy was straight homecoming king. Okay. You keep saying. Hold that, on, man. hold on, hold on, hold on. How long uh, are you going to hold on? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Story time, baby. Oh god. Let's go. Roll, roll, roll. The story. Time. We're literally just got into the talk. All right, so your boy was 2002 Homecoming King. Good little story here, okay? So I went Homecoming King. I got no idea how this thing works. Uh, lo and behold, you sit on the back of a car and you drive around the football field, right? And so God bless my dad. I love this man, but well, I'll, let me just finish my story. You'll know where, well, you know where I'm getting at. I asked my dad, I'm like, Dad, apparently I'm supposed to have a, a convertible for this thing. I'm like, uh. Uh, I got to rent one or something. I don't know. Uh, where do I get a convertible? My dad's like, hey, uh, my friend's got a, a Mustang, convertible Mustang. I can ask him. I was like, okay, cool. That's what's up. So anyways, lo and behold, here comes the day. I go to pick up the car. This is 2002. I go to pick up the car. It's like a 1984 Mustang. This thing classic. got... No, 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 not a classic. This was not a GT. This was not the 5.0. This was not the vanilla ice one. It was straight busted, dude. And the thing was smoking. The 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 convertible part had like holes and tears in it. Anyways, I pulled up to the homecoming. I could pull up the homecoming game and the homecoming queen looking at me and her and her mom. They got all these banners. They got all these markers. They want to like decorate the car and all the other runner-ups had these nice-ass fucking brand-new cars. And anyways, bro, the car was smoking the whole way around the track. I went home. I went home, and I looked at my mom. I was like, Mom, Dad got me this busted-ass Mustang. <laughs> Look at me. Look, I'm looking all stupid and stuff. I was so mad, bro. Uh, anyways, that's my story. Thank you for the story, Rob. You're welcome. Uh, where were we in the show? Talking points. Yeah, go ahead and pull up the laptop so we can actually <laughs> talk about some crypto. Uh, U.S. Senator Elizabeth Warren is worried that, quote, cryptocurrencies risk undermining sanctions against Russia. We've heard this narrative all week. Harry, welcome back to the chat, my friend. Um, she urges financial regulators to take this threat seriously and increase their scrutiny on of digital assets. U.S. financial regulators need to take this threat seriously and increase their scrutiny. She added, some people called her ignorant, while others said she lied. Well, uh, somebody did give her the nickname of Pocahontas. So 
one person tweeted, so what you're saying is that a stateless, permissionless, decentralized, and censorship-resistant currency is out of your control, so it must be stopped? Very, very appropriate question. U.S. Senator Ted Cruz from Texas recently said that Senator Warren does not like Bitcoin and cryptocurrency because she cannot control them. Shocker. The article also mentions new tools developed in Russia can help mask the origin of cryptocurrency transactions. However, it does not explain what the tools are or give any reference. So they're saying this could be used by Russians to evade sanctions, but we don't know how and we don't know why. <laughs> so what do you know? This is what really upsets me is it's like, you know, when me and Robin first started the channel, I would go to him and be like, hey, I don't like, uh, I don't like this or I don't like how you're doing this. So he'd be like, okay, well, what's your solution? And the first time I was like, uh, I don't know. It's the same thing with these senators. Crypto is bad. People are using crypto for this. We have to stop the Russians from evading sanctions. Well, how do you plan on doing that? Uh, well, um, what we can do is we can just ban it. Like, just stop it, man. Just stop. Like, politicians are notorious for using stuff like this, like war or something bad that happens to push their agenda forward. And that is exactly what's happening right now with the war in Ukraine and Russia. So Elizabeth Warren, she's ignorant. She doesn't understand it, but she does. When the article is right, what she does know is she can't control it. And that's a problem, not just for her, but for the government and for our politicians as a whole. So that, that's my two cents, Robin. Yeah, not at all surprised. Not at all surprised that somebody's looking at a time of war instead of uh, putting their focus towards uh, stopping or resolving issues. Uh, they're trying to stop and resolve uh, something that they've had a problem with the whole time. It's not like all of a sudden uh, she was like all Bitcoin maxi and then all of a sudden she's like, oh, you know what? This actually doesn't work out. No, she's been trying to sink the Bitcoin ship for the longest time. Uh, and just another opportunity for her to speak her mind against it. Also, quick uh, shout out to Sunfills. Welcome back. Now, um, here's the thing. The re what is decentralized finance? Is DeFi. literally the word decentralized. It removes the entities at hand from controlling it. So whether it's a company like Bank of America or whether it's a government like the United States government with their own fiat currency, basically, you, there's nobody controlling the damn thing. And so are there positives? Yes, a million, there's a ton of positives. Are there some drawbacks? Perhaps. Yes, there is, of course. And so if a government wants to put out regulations for their own citizens, take Canada, for example, if you go with decentralized finance, you're not reliant on their money system, so they can't control it. Same thing can be said for a government imposing regulations on another government in the form of sanctions. So one of the downturns. Obviously, you don't control the money anymore, or at least in that parameter. So that's how it is. So is, there, is there a way? To. So if it is true, and you know these Russian politicians and whoever, they're trying to evade sanctions with crypto, is there something that can be done to prevent that from happening i mean you the the government can can sanction the exchanges that have you know they can seize the accounts of of it at that point but the thing is is they can't do anything to a wallet that's not 
tied to an exchange. Right. So like if you decentralized wallet. Yeah. So if you have your money in a hardware wallet, a MetaMask, whatever it is, if it's not on a an exchange that has KYC, then there's really nothing they can do. Now, what they can do is they can identify that wallet address. <clears throat> not too hard to figure out who it belongs to. So if you're sanctioned and you're a Russian citizen and uh, you know you're they're trying to freeze your assets, uh, I wouldn't move your money. <laughs> but I mean, so there's that. Um, <clears throat> but don't don't get it twisted. the The, the Russian government isn't going to start using Bitcoin. It is way there. That's way out of their their system right now. It's what they have way too much money in the economy. It's too much. You know, nobody's going to sell them that much Bitcoin. It's not really practical. So uh, for the sanctions, as far as Russia as a country goes on, as far as the central banks of Russia, they're not using crypto. Uh, the only people that are averting sanctions uh, at this exact moment is is the the oligarchs. However you pronounce that crap. Oligarchs. Did you so. say oligarchs? No. All the darts, baby. All also, for the, for, the, for the ladies in the chat, make sure you stay tuned. We have a very interesting article relating to women and cryptocurrency. So that'll be up in about three articles. All right. We're moving on to our very next article. The SEC is probing the NFT market. Should have seen this one coming. At issue is whether certain tokens should be considered securities and thus regulated by none other than Gary Gensler. I hate this man. Over the last few months, SEC attorneys have sent subpoenas to NFT creators and various crypto exchanges requesting more information. According to the report, a particular focus of the probe are fractional NFTs in which a token is broken down into many units that are sold separately, according to sources. Uh, and this is from uh, what's this gentleman's name? Pierce, uh, SEC Commissioner Hester Pierce. He said, given the breadth of the NFT landscape, certain pieces of it might fall within our jurisdiction. People need to be thinking about potential places where NFTs might run into the securities regulatory regime. Now, here's the interesting part. If you're not, the Howey test is how the SEC determines whether you are a security or not. If you meet all of it, all the parameters of the Howey test, which is four, then you are considered a security. If not, then you're not. The SEC's Howey test considers something a security if it involves investors putting money into an asset with the intention of making a profit, you could say the same thing about shoes, right? The sneaker world is huge. So if I buy a pair of shoes and I know that they will hold their value moving forward, is that a security? Because I plan on there's, making money on it later? Four, there's four things. So it's not just. I'm saying, but this is the one thing they're talking about. How a test considers something a security if it involves investors putting money in an asset with the intention of making a profit. I know there's that's, other ones. That's the one that, that, but that one covers all cryptocurrencies. You can even say that about Bitcoin. So that that one's not the one that's a hand. There's one that is super shaky. I, I don't know if you want to pull up all four of them at some point, but. I will, I can do that. Yeah. Uh, so that's, so basically all three fall. And, and like you said, collectibles is no different. If I if I if I wanna if I'm an artist and I paint twenty pieces of art and then I go and put my art pieces for sale in an art gallery, SEC ain't gonna come after me. I don't understand why it's any different having uh, my art displayed in NFT format. 
Now, that's what I'm saying. For my understanding, I've looked into this this article a little bit more so, or at least this topic with this discussion. And so they're not necessarily going after the the these styles. So basically, the style where you just have the JPEG, basically. But there, it's more about the metadata. Uh, so like, if you take the board ape yacht club where you get perks and stuff like that for using it in other ways that's where it starts to get a little bit into the security side so i don't know here uh so this this is go ahead and put up the laptop eddie this is uh from investopedia in doing so the supreme court established four criteria to determine whether an investment contract exists uh, an investment contract is an investment of money in a common enterprise with the expectation of profit to be derived from the effort of others. So, there you have it. And I'm going to go back to what I said earlier. I'm going to go back to if I buy shoes and I expect to sell them in three years after I've worn them because it's collectible, is that a security? No, it's not. Well, it's not a common. It's not a common enterprise. I know. I'm just saying, man. Like the article. Yeah, it's it's dumb because yeah, shoes are very relatable to, you know, NFTs. But this is the argument that the commissioner is making. That's the argument it's making. The SEC is making the argument that people are putting money into it with the intention of. Making but here, here's where they're this. But I mean, but the, what they're trying to say is that it's not about the JPEGs. It's not about the the, the simple. It's about the ones that have the meta, metadata. And so, if you did buy a pair of shoes, what do you mean to have the metadata? Okay, but like, here's the thing: if you bought, if you bought a, well, it, are that, you talking about like utility tokens and stuff like that? Other things, yeah. Now, if you bought a pair, now if you were to use your shoe analogy, if I bought a pair of of Jordans and I and I re received profit sharing from the company for owning them, and on top of it, it got me into the board meetings. At that point, yeah, you can have the conversation. I, I'm just saying, this is where they're coming from. Do I agree with it? No, but you know, at the end of the day, like there's a lot of things going on in NFTs. It's not just straight up a, a JPEG. And you know what? The, you are getting, you are earning money in, in different ways from it. I mean, there's obviously an expectation to make a profit. I mean, it's a common enterprise because everybody else is investing at the same time with the uh, the, ex the same expectation. So, I mean, I I could see the conversation. But I think it's stupid, absolutely. And I get it. You know, the, the especially the the NFTs that have utility tokens, right? But then again, there, it's all about how you word it right because when you uh, there's a couple of icos i invested in and one of them used the word dividends and literally immediately like two minutes later it got taken off and they changed the wording to staking or whatever the case may be so it's all about wording can they make anything fit into the narrative sure but that's the thing like if it's legal one way in the exact same way it's illegal because you changed that one word um that's that's kind of that's why we're in this murky water and there should just be a blanket blueprint for this situation. It's the same way as if I want to go crowdfund to go start a car wash business. I'm not only to go register with the SEC. Like I could just go get my business license. Right. I could put a uh, put something on GoFundMe, raise some money, start my business. If I want to go public, that's up to me. But you know what I mean. That's the way things work. And there's a very clear blueprint on how that works. So 
I don't know, man. We'll see. We'll probably I just think they, they need they need a blueprint, bro. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's it. We'll probably uh, be hearing more from this in the weeks and days to come, so we will keep you guys up to date. All right, we're moving on to our very next article. AMC Entertainment CEO briefs community on crypto NFT project updates in the latest earnings call. The, uh, this is a quote from their CEO, Adam Aaron. The regulatory framework surrounding cryptocurrency is going to change dramatically, so we always believe in staying on the right side of the law. During his Q4 2021 earnings call late Tuesday, Adam Aaron, which is the CEO of AMC, briefed the community on the company's latest crypto adoption efforts. As told by Aaron, AMC will start accepting Doge and SHIB in a couple of weeks. Uh, AMC began accepting online payments for movie tickets via major cryptos last year. The company said it is also still exploring options to issue its own coin. An idea that has been in the making for quite some time as it monitors the current cryptocurrency regulatory framework. So, Robin, here's my question to you. Is it possible for a publicly traded company to create their own cryptocurrency token? Does that become a conflict of interest? Is it even legal? What are your thoughts? Is it a conflict of interest? Absolutely. Is it legal? Who the hell knows? Uh, I would guess I, my, my first reaction would be like, hell, no, don't do that. I mean, you're basically issuing out stocks, right? Yeah, essentially. Which is a security. And the price moves based off of uh, you, users buying and yeah, selling. Yeah, I mean... It's the same as stocks. Which is, you know, and, and I'm, I go back to the OpenSea debacle, right? Where the CEO, the new CEO they brought over from Lyft came out and said, we want to go public. And the community freaked out and said, no, we want a token first. And then they backed off. I feel like if it was something that's possible, then would have been like, well, we'll do both. We'll... We'll go public and we'll create our own token. But they didn't do that. They backtracked on going public. So AMC's out here saying we want to create a token. They're a publicly traded company. I don't even think it's possible. I don't even think the SEC would let them even go down that road. Dude, they get sued so fast. Yeah. Which is kind of interesting. When you have that mentality where you're like, yeah, that's that's illegal. Yeah. Then what I mean, what makes releasing a token any different? you launch a new chain i mean honestly it's the exact same principle if you had the ico for a blockchain that wasn't a publicly traded company you had ico for a publicly traded company are you saying that and i agree with the sec no absolutely not i'm just saying like that that's where the gray area is are you saying that you agree with gary gens hey on that yeah, uh, but here, here's the bigger, here's the bigger thing. AMC, you think you're gonna drive more revenue? <laughs> Except in Chip and Doge, get out of here, man. Hey, bro. Hey, on now. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody gonna sell their Doge. Let me ask you a question though, Robin. You got Bitcoin in your wallet. You got Doge in your wallet. Oh, yeah, yeah. You. Right. What are you spending? I see what you're doing there. Yeah. What are you spending? Of course, spending of course, of course. Oh. You know, you know what uh, AMC is also doing. Check this out. The new Batman movie. Are you gonna watch that? Hell yeah. So for the first time ever, a movie theater is going to charge more money for one movie versus the rest. What do you mean? Oh. So for the first uh, eight days of Batman's release. It's going to be $80. It's going to be, I think it's an average of, uh, in New York City, it's going to be $18 to see <laughs> compared Batman. Compared to what, 15 bucks? Compared to 15 bucks. And then after <laughs> the first eight days, they'll put it back to the normal price. So first time it's ever been done. 
It's always been uh, the same price that? of movie tickets across like the board. Do you think that's a good idea? You know, they got to drive more revenue. They've they've uh, they've taken but some L's. Less and less Obviously, people are going with to the, the COVID theaters. thing, with the COVID thing, a lot of people stopped going to movies. You see the re the release of movies on Netflix and legal uh, uh, things you can download on your Amazon Fire Stick. Yeah, so I'm just saying, like, not not as many people are going to, to the actual movie theaters as before. And here you are trying to you no know, here's raise the, the price if it. If it keeps them afloat, I'd rather them do that than to shut down and have less movie theater. It is one of America's. What was the last time you went one to the one, one of Robin. America's greatest pastimes? Oh my! God. Is the uh, movie theater? You've already done story time. You know, you only get one a show. You know, we got a drive-through, a drive-up uh, movie theater here in Vegas. Have you ever been yeah. to it? Yeah, it's not that unique. A lot of states have that. I'm just saying, very American. What was the last movie time? <laughs> <laughs> spider-man i told you man that was the last one what i went was to spider-man how long was that two months ago yeah about a month ago month ago i usually see about times a year i would say about four or five times a year i think i, I go to the movies maybe twice a year and that's what when my kids want to go and sit in those chairs that crap is expensive man i spent i spent so much money on popcorn and drinks i can't go to the movies without spending 150 bucks yeah at minimum and now they got beer too <laughs> the problem when the problem though is if you're gonna serve beer I don't want to get up and leave the theater to go use the bathroom, but I can't a drink. Cocktail I, waitress in the movie theater. Can I get like a diaper? Can you imagine them walking around <laughs> the movie theater? Cocktails, cocktails. Co All I'm saying is, if the, the cocktail waitresses at the movie theater probably ain't gonna be your uh, your your AAA, <laughs> like Caesar's Palace. Caesar's <laughs> Palace. So literally, Caesar's Palace has been open since the 1960s, and there are a few. Cocktail waitresses that have you know opened what? the casino. I would rather have I'd rather have an OG veteran come up to me with a tray than uh someone who's too slow doesn't know what they're doing. Yeah, it's somebody that's brand new, man. I, I don't want to give a night you know twenty two year old. I didn't say they can't cash. serve alcohol until yeah, but uh, you know a ninety two year old. You hey, know, I don't give now, a, I don't you care. Scroll over. I'm like God bless you, honey. Here, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what you look like, how old you are. I just don't want to wait thirty minutes for a drink. When I'm gambling, because by the time I'll probably lose all my money. All right, we're moving on. Shit on purpose. You order your drink, they're like, they're like, oh, look. two hours later, he's running out. Of, he's running out of cash. Wait till he goes to the ATM and then bring him a waste of drink. I <laughs> uh, wouldn't. I wouldn't doubt it. All right, moving on to our very next article. Customer demand prompts Charles Schwab to file for a crypto economy ETF, and the dominoes keep falling. Schwab's crypto ETF would buy into stocks on its crypto economy index to give investors indirect access to digital assets by investing in businesses that deal with crypto. We, there's already uh, ETFs out there that are doing this currently, but Charles Schwab apparently wants to launch their own. Uh, multinational financial services giant Charles Schwab has responded to client demand to invest in crypto by filing with the United States Securities and Exchange Commission to launch a crypto economy ETF. This is a quote from Charles Schwab. A full 16% of Schwab's clients plan to put money into crypto the first half of the year. 16% of the clients. Now, that might not seem like a lot, but that is a lot of money that would move into cryptocurrency. And this is a tweet. $7.5 trillion asset manager Charles Schwab files for crypto economy ETF. According to the official filing, the ETF would use the Schwab Crypto Economy Index as a benchmark index and invest, quote, at least 80% of its net assets into the stocks listed on the Schwab Crypto Economy Index from companies that utilize Bitcoin and other digital assets. 
Schwab's crypto ETF would not uh, directly invest in crypto nor in ICOs. According to the filing, it would, however, invest in companies that deal with crypto. Schwab joins competitor financial institution BlackRock for filing on a crypto ETF. If you're not familiar with BlackRock, they are the world's largest asset management with $10 trillion of assets under management. Uh, and they launched their iShares blockchain and tech ETF. So more and more companies, more and more mainstream Wall Street, they're seeing the demand. You know, I have uh, one of my good friends who lives in the Bay Area. He runs a wealth management firm. And, you know, I texted him yesterday. I was like, hey, because I saw this article. I was like, hey, how many of your clients are asking you about cryptocurrency? He goes, a lot. I was like, and what do you what do you do and offer them? He goes, well, nothing. I'm like, well, aren't you afraid they're going to go to some other management firm? He goes, yeah, but, you know, we don't really know much about, I don't really know enough about crypto to be able to talk about it, you know, I keep confidently confident. Thank you. Shit. I'm drawing blanks over here. It's very similar to confidence. Like I have no confidence in you. So there you go. So uh, there's obviously a lack of information, lack of education for these wealth management firms. Uh, and then you have these larger ones that are just taking the bull by the horn. Eventually, as more and more people start come knocking on the door, the door is going to fall over. And this is what's happening with Charles Schwab, BlackRock. It'll keep happening. Hold on a second. Hold on a single, second. What? When somebody knocks on your door, it falls over? I'm just like, saying, if enough people like, are sliding At what point the have door, you ever seen a knock so hard that the door fell over? <laughs> is it like, I'm is saying, that anything you've ever seen in your life? Do you, UPS! <laughs> Leave it inside, thank you. If you got 60, <laughs> if you got 500 people knocking, slamming on your door, eventually it's going to fall How over. How the hell man. 500 people going to knock at the door at the same time, man? Dude, it's a full... The analogy makes sense. no sense. That's why I brought it up. Makes no damn sense. All right, Robin, let's hear Maybe your if you had a door knocker okay, Robin. had a battering ram okay, on the Robin. back end. <laughs> hey, Robin, let's hear your take on this, Robin. Uh, what are we talking about? Charles uh, Swab. One of the Charles Swab. <laughs> you're not, Charles, getting, a, you're not getting a COVID test. It's Charles Schwab. Charles Swab. Oh, welcome to Sin City Crypto, guys. Uh, Go ahead. Okay. I don't see no coffee on your desk. Charles, I'm worried. You know what? I, I'm I'm going to uh, Coke uh, Coke Zero today. Right. Uh, <laughs> OG OG financial firm. Uh, tons of assets under management. Hats off to them. You know what? Get into crypto. Uh, don't get into ETFs though. Why don't you just offer Bitcoin? I, I get it. You're your uh, stock market guy. There's no Bitcoin ETF, but I don't know. Maybe uh, look into just. Do the do what uh, Grayscale does and have a trust. Obviously, you have enough interest. 16% of your clientele base, pretty big amount of people, especially if you take that percentage uh, across your entire portfolio. Uh, why not give them the services they want? And so well, that's what I say. Wow, great analysis, Robin. Let's move on to our very next article. This one's for the ladies. Leveling up. One in three women plan to buy crypto in 2022. Women don't seem to be letting the cryptocurrency phenomenon pass them by. A recent survey shows that women are buying crypto at faster uh, at faster rates than six months ago. And they are looking to get into the cryptocurrency field in their careers as well. That's awesome. 
Um, here's some stats. 24% of women own crypto. Of those 24%, 70% are hodlers. Hell yes. Having bought but never sold compared to 55% for the market as a whole. So women are holding on to the crypto longer than the rest of the market. Almost 45% of women know how to buy crypto. This is nearly twice the number of women six months ago. And women are mostly buying Bitcoin, 71%, Dogecoin, 42%, and Ethereum, 18%. Not sure how I feel about the Doge, but Bitcoin and ETH, amazing, smart. Well, you know, the ladies love cute animals. They're all about the cats. Man. Got That's point. why, like, you are, you you take a you, you bring a kitten in front of a lady ninety percent of the time unless she's allergic she's gonna be like oh my god <laughs> that's what you do <laughs> I do, I love cats man I can't stand cats I uh I I you know my my youngest photo I have that's uh, at my grandparents' house is me with a big ass cat on a sweater so it's just like a sweater. <laughs> big ass cat on here right. like one of those ugly christmas sweaters um all right so here, here's a couple stats a couple more stats i want to read Eddie, if you'll pull up the laptop little catty uh women's cat, don't you women's view women view crypto as a means to achieve financial goals but an education gap still remains 80 percent find crypto confusing 72 percent say it's too risky to invest in you know what i am a uh, cryptocurrency analyst AKA expert, whether or not you agree with me or not, that's what I title myself as. Uh, and I, I still find I still find crypto confusing, dude. Man, it, there's so many there's projects, there's, there's so, many, so many different chains and upgrades and forks and the bridge here, bridge there. Dead, like, hey, I agree with y'all, ladies, man. That shit is confusing. <laughs> I spent all day studying this crap. And I still don't know what yeah. the hell I'm talking about sometimes. It definitely uh, needs to get a little more streamlined, a little more uh, user-friendly, yeah. for sure. Oh, Hindi's here. What's up, bro? Uh, hey, also, we uh, Stereo 2 said, did, did you not like the coffee? You know, uh, so Donnie, because of our scheduling issues, he was the one that always uh, brewed the, uh, the French press here. And so Donnie wasn't here today, so uh, I didn't get no coffee today. That's, that's where we're at. And uh, also, we got some coffee lovers here. Somebody said, uh, oh, uh, son... Sunfields uh, says, uh, mm, coffee. Mm, coffee. Let me know what kind of coffee you like. You like that dark roast? Because that's nasty. <laughs> Way to set him up for failure. If you like that dark roast, it's disgusting. All right, let's move on for our next article. I love the flavor of burnt coffee. Justin Sun is mad that Tron donors won't get Ukraine crypto airdrop. He's received a lot of backlash for this tweet and the comments he's made, the Tron creator went on to the offensive following what he called unfair treatment from the Ukraine government. <sighs> Justin Sun complained that the government has excluded Tron community members from their airdrop. Uh, Sun responded that Tron users had donated $1.2 million in Tether. But now the airdrop just ignores them completely. It's just unfair. We need to fix it. Many things are unfair in this world, including being subject to an invasion of your country and watching missiles hit playgrounds and people. But sure, not getting a reward for your crypto donation might also count. He's getting absolutely destroyed on Twitter, on social media. I kind of agree with them. Not with him, with them. With, with the people saying, dude, you're really worried about your people getting airdrops? Like, I'm sure that's the last thing they're thinking about. Oh, uh, guys, make sure we don't forget the Tron users. Make sure we don't forget the Algorand users. Make sure we don't forget the, 
the number 580th ranked cryptocurrency users. Like, come on, man. Uh, and then if you're not familiar, Gavin Woods also donated, um, I want to say 2 million. He donated a lot of money in Polkadot. Uh, and he did request a Polkadot address. And then the Solana co-founder, Anatoly Yakovenko, said, just fucking swap on FTX or use a bridge. In other words, you can donate in crypto without it being the crypto you created. There's some crypto beef going on. Some Twitter beef. Uh, Robin, do you think Justin's son was in the wrong and in asking and complaining that his users didn't get an airdrop with everything going on in Ukraine? Do you think he's got a valid point? Do you think it's just bad timing, bad taste? There's a lot of sensitive subjects and a lot of times, uh, you know, be, being a uh, YouTube, being that we have a YouTube platform, there might be certain things that we feel about when it comes to sensitive subjects. And sometimes it's just better not to talk about them. Yeah. You know, obviously we're in censorship uh, era. Uh, so if I got an opinion on something and it's not in the consensus of everybody, uh, maybe it's just better to shut up. That's sad. And uh, unfortunately, that's where we're at. But what, what about this? What, what Ukraine? Uh, this is something I don't, I don't really care. I'm just going to speak my mind. <laughs> but with this said, like people are hurting in Ukraine. Like get over yourself. Like people are just trying to get some some finance, some help for people. I mean, there's people stuck in subways. I was watching. Uh, I'm not going to go into it but in detail, but I was just watching it. And there's just tons of civilians just jammed underneath the streets while bombs are dropping ahead uh, above them. They don't have any, they, they don't have adequate amount of food. And, uh, there was a pregnant lady gave birth right down there. Like That's crazy right there in the middle of the subway. Like, and, uh, there was no, like taking her to the hospital. It was like, you gave birth. Boom. There, there you go. Now continue on. Like that's, that's terrible, man. Yeah. Messed up, man. So anyways, like that's son, get over yourself, bro. That's, that's, that's what I say. Use your freaking brain. Maybe but that's it, why Tron isn't yeah, going anywhere. Yeah. Or, or just shut up. Well, basically where I was getting at. Like, did you not expect a backlash on that? Seriously. So he's getting roasted. And also, should be. Alina wants to wants everybody to know she's here. We see you. We love you. And she said, uh, she's you. Shib Army. Shib Army. Shib. All right. Oh, you and David. Alina. Got something in common. I, I should be your favorite co-host. Robin is a ship. I, uh, you know, that's why we have two certified we, haters. We have two hosts here, okay? And uh, we can't, you know, that way we, we appease the people. Robin hates He's your ship. meme coin guy. I'm not a meme coin I'm, guy. I'm uh, the sound mind, smart investment guy. Come on. He's the, I only invest in top 10 cryptocurrencies <laughs> guy. I'm not a meme coin guy. I'm not telling you guys go buy every single meme coin. I'm just saying, um, if a project is launched as a meme coin, it is allowed to grow and evolve. It's not allowed. Robin doesn't think they're allowed to. So you launch something as a funny coin, a meme coin, it absolutely takes off. You have a huge community. A lot of people invested money into your project and are counting on you. And you pivot and say, you know what? Let's actually bring some utility to this amazing community. That's what SHIB is doing. And every time they do something, Robin shits on them. But don't worry, SHIB Army, I'm here for you. All right. We're moving on to our very next article. Anonymous. Man, these guys are, these guys are pretty cool. Anonymous offers over $50,000 in Bitcoin for each surrendered Russian tank. There's some gangster stuff going on right here, man. Uh, in its latest efforts to destabilize the Russian invasion in Ukraine, the hacker group Anonymous offered Russian troops 
over $50,000 in Bitcoin in exchange for their tanks. This is very, very interesting to me because the ruble just crashed in relation to Bitcoin. And now these soldiers who, when they're done fighting, if they survive, will go back to a economy and a country that is in ruins. And now they have the opportunity to have $50,000 in Bitcoin. Basically, one Bitcoin over a Bitcoin. How many people in the dude, chat have a Bitcoin? Dude, I'm just curious. This is amazing. Type a, type a one in the chat if you have a whole Bitcoin. I'm just. This is amazing. I. This is fucking genius, man. Absolutely genius. The timing is perfect. How many? How many? Okay. How many actual Russian? Um, how many actual soldiers do you think are going to do this? I don't know, man. I mean, if you don't want to be there in the first place, which is the from what I'm seeing on, uh, on yeah. news. Never. And a lot of them have no idea why they're even there. Yeah. That's the messed up part, man. So anyways, let's go on to read the article. According to the report by Metro, Anonymous is telling Russians to put a white flag on their tanks and use the password million to show that they surrender and to claim the rewards. Hmm. The hacking group further stated on Twitter that over 300 websites belonging to the Russian government have been taken down showing the sheer scale of the hacking group's reach and power. Anonymous sent a message to Vladimir Putin directly on February 26th, stating that the previous invasions of Georgia and Crimea are starting to come into focus and show a clear strategy for his plans. And there's a video here they posted. If you want to go look at it, go to Twitter. It, their handle is latest, A-N-O-N Press, and you can watch the video. Origin and a little bit about Anonymous, just real quick. Originated in 2003, they're a decentralized international activist collectible, mainly known for cyber attacks against oppressive and tyrannical governments. So, so here's the thing: we got zero. We didn't get a single one in the chat. Which is which? Yeah. Keep watching the channel. We gonna get. We gonna have ones in no time, baby. You win blockchain so, parlay six thousand weeks in so, a row. You'll have one Bitcoin. So here's the thing. So basically, where I'm getting at is that. It's a scarce asset. Not a lot of people have it. And you basically have an opportunity to one, uh, not die and uh, earn a Bitcoin on the back end. And so, you know, it's so dope. Yeah. Such so really idea. cool. Uh, also a couple of, so a couple of things about anonymous and kind of about this. So I, first of all, for me, I'm like, how much you think a tank costs? Fifty thousand dollars. That's a that's a that's a so that's far think, off the cost of a tank, yeah. bro. I'm you just saying taking the tank and selling it. You you got you got a you got a you got like that would be extra smart. You probably have a half a million dollar piece of equipment. You're like, hey, I can get fifty thousand for this. <laughs> like, you're like rolling this thing in. <laughs> I just saying, if you took it to like even a scrap metal place for recycling, I'm pretty sure you probably get about the same amount of money. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> just throw that out there also on other news here uh ukraine did say that if you acquire a tank literally their words if you acquire a tank and or weapons and munitions they're not going to tax it wait what they're not taxing it. it's not taxable income so if you swear to god look, pull it up pull up the article i saw it yesterday just put a non-tax put taxable income tank ukraine something like that and uh anyways so yeah they're they're gonna give you a pass on a claim basically if you catch a tank and you sell it then uh yeah, catch it catch a tank you we know, ain't you, playing pokemon you, go here bro you're like ha <laughs> gotcha <laughs> 
You ain't going nowhere. I'll tell you, bro. I've watched uh, Andrew. Welcome back. I watched uh, Saving Private Ryan. You just need a sticky bomb. You throw it on the track. Right, here we go. Here we go. Eddie, pull up the laptop. Ukrainian authorities said captured Russian tanks wouldn't be counted as part of citizens' income. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Uh, what if you Ubered with it? You like did it Uber and you like you an Uber tank rented out. Uh, they said that seized tanks and military equipment need not be declared for tax purposes. And we're not laughing at, obviously, we're not making laughing out or making light of the situation that happened in Ukraine. Uh, we're just laughing at the fact that uh, what are you going to do if you acquire a tank, right? Where are you going to keep it, right? You, you're not, okay, you, you don't report it as income, but do you like store it on your lawn? No, I think you would resell it. I think that's the whole point but, is that you get a tank and then you can sell it. Okay, but. Okay. Obviously, you can get at least fifty thousand from it from on anonymous. I mean, that's yeah, that's, a, that's a start right there. You know, I mean, right. if you bargain, maybe you take it to uh to Carmax. I mean, I'm sure they'll probably they got a good uh shout out to Carmax. Uh, they'll give you a, they'll cut your check right there and there the same day. You could deposit it the same day as well. So, um, and they do uh, like a, a thirteen point inspection on on the tank as well. So, wow, thanks, Robin. Uh, that was not a paid segment by Carfax, <laughs> by the way. Wait, Carfax or Carmax? Carmax. Carmax. Okay. Uh, and then uh, Anonymous is pretty badass too. So they also they hacked the they hacked the Russian, Russian uh, news and stuff. Yeah, they hacked the, the Russian news channels and they pulled them down and they put up the Ukrainian news. That's so badass. So That's so badass. I love it. Yeah. I want to see more. I want to see you get into Vladimir Putin's uh, photo reel in his phone and show some of his. Somebody uh, hacked putin's uh personal yacht and uh i guess like when it's on radar or whatever i think it was the call signal they changed it to like putin's stupid or something i don't, I don't know the exact call signal but they they hacked Can you it imagine if they hack into signal. putin's phone and release pictures in his foot in his picture reel in his photo gallery what about him on the horse without a shirt on <laughs> that'd be funny i would pay for that you can look anonymous look if you're watching I, you, you haven't seen it what his pictures of uh, him on a horse without a shirt on? Yeah, yeah, yeah I've seen it. It's like, yeah, that's like, was, uh, that was pretty stacked. Yeah, he's pretty ripped up. It's a POS though. Uh, all right, and moving on to our very next and also our last article Nvidia gets hacked. Lapsus demands GPU mining limits to be removed. If you're not familiar, a lot of the newer graphics cards that are being built have a safe a safeguard in place. That does not allow you to use it to mine cryptocurrency. So if you want to get a GPU that mines crypto, you're going to have to buy an older one. And not until now, apparently, because NVIDIA is being blackmailed. South American hackers lapses were able to get a hold of NVIDIA proprietary data. Uh, this was confirmed by the company. Uh, data and source code of the GPUs, the products, were extracted. Uh, we are a, this is from NVIDIA, we are aware that the threat actor took employee credentials and some NVIDIA proprietary information from our systems and has begun leaking it online. And this is a quote, NVIDIA is being blackmailed to open source their GPU drivers by the hacking group. Uh, and I'm just going to read a little bit of the tweet here. Uh, the uh, 3090s and upcoming revisions, this includes all files. So NVIDIA, the choice is yours, either Officially make current and all future drivers for all cards open source while keeping the Verilog and chipset trade secrets well secret or not make them open source, making us release the entire silicon chip files so that everyone not only knows your driver's secrets, but also your most closely guarded trade secrets for graphics and computer chipsets. You have until Friday 
you decide. This is some Wild Wild West type shit, bro. <laughs> like, you're you're literally talking to one of the largest enterprises in publicly traded company. the world. A publicly traded company. A multi-billion dollar company. And you're essentially giving them an ultimatum. And you're like, hey, oh, by the way, you have till Friday. Um, Rob? It's sad that we're here. Why don't you spend those hacking efforts and uh, try to do some good in the world? Uh, you know, they are doing good in the world. They're letting people mine crypto. I guess. You know what? I've been here at Sensity Crypto. We rely on a lot of computers to stream this crap. In case you haven't realized, we got cameras everywhere, microphones, and we stream live. And I mean, look at this. Look at this beautiful studio camera right here. You know, yeah. you don't even see all the equipment. Everything's on the back end. But anyways. We need computer here. We need a graphics card. Like this morning, me and David were talking about like, hey, we should we need to get one more uh, one more PC. And he's all like, well, how, how, what are we gonna do about the graphics card? <laughs> and literally, we're like talking for twenty minutes. I'm like, well, uh, gotta, you know, the price dropped by thirty percent. I'm like acting like I'm buying an altcoin here. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like the price of a uh, Nvidia thirty eighty has dropped by forty uh, percent. Uh, you know, it's still, look at the charts. It's still uh, it's still far away from its all time highs. Or you know, and I'm like, it, it's a little ridiculous. Let's do some TA on. Uh, Here's the thing, man, is that there is a six, which are designed literally to mine so you have your own thing leave the graphic cards alone stop it stop it use the use the equipment that is that's designed to do it leave the graphics card alone there's a lot of people that don't like to play i like playing video games and uh big video game guy and i can't i can't upgrade my pc because uh for, to play video games because of that reason so my head wants to know who's the lucky person getting 50 bucks worth of grandpa's bitcoin what were your uh, stipulations, Robin? Uh, we need to open up the club. 21 viewers. Hey, if you got some extra uh, iPads laying around in that drawer over there, turn that thing on, log into, log into City Crypto. Uh, if y'all if y'all are determined, and it's uh, $25 in BTC today too, by the way. Uh, so yeah, I don't, think it's, uh, I, don't think, I don't think that's unfair, right? No, not at all. Open up the club, we'll give you some cash. There Simple you go. as that. All right. Let us move on to our next segment before we roll the intro to this segment real quick uh this is called hold em or fold em if you're not familiar it's your first time here we like to do skits bring some fun things to the show this skit is called hold em or fold em just like in vegas you go to the poker table you play texas hold em you get a set of cards two cards you look at them are they good i'm holding are they bad i'm folding we're doing that with a crypto twist there's gonna be two coins we're gonna go back and forth and say whether we're gonna hold a bag of that coin or we're gonna fold the bag of that coin. So without further ado, let us get right into our next segment, hold them or fold. That horse sound is actually David. All right. First coin, hold them or fold them, file coin. Robin, yesterday you said, Filecoin, good pickup, solid project. Are you still feeling that way? You got a big bag of Filecoin right now. Today, are you holding? Or are you folding? What does Filecoin do again? Stop it. Okay, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> so, uh, you know, not the sexiest project. 
And but it's very important. It is very important. Uh, so, but it moves and it and it's down. Where's it at on the it's market? Down a lot. It is at number thirty-eight. Pull up the pull. Up, I can't see the pull up. Pull up the uh, the computer real quick. Where's it at on 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 the yearly chart? I want to see where where it was and where it is now. Sorry, I didn't do my research on this uh, coin. Oof. It went all the way from one hundred and ninety-two dollars. Is it at now? Twenty bucks. Hell yeah, I'm gonna hold that, man. Okay, so I guess uh, not the sexiest project. I would, I wouldn't. So definitely hodl. I'm gonna emphasize the word hodl on this or hold uh, for this one. Definitely, I don't see it pumping in the short term. I mean, you could see maybe a little run up here and there, uh, but just like Chainlink, not necessarily the sexiest project, but great fundamentals, great use case tons of partnerships same can be said with filecoin uh now i think you hold it now the next bull run or run up or whatever you want to call it uh the next spike in cryptocurrency volume and green candles i think filecoin will outperform a lot of other players so uh definitely bullish on that one uh the the, the projects that aren't sexy they do good in, in the run-ups and uh, with the exception of Terra. Terra Luna was not that sexy of a project when I was looking into it. Well, wasn't Terra Luna? Yeah. I mean, did you ever look at Terra? You're like, oh my God, bro. Look at this project. This thing is so cool. Like, nobody's ever said that. Right? Yeah, that's true. That's true. All right. So I guess the question I'll, I, I would ask before I answer whether I'd hold it or fold it is, what price did I accumulate this bag at? Right? If I accumulated it near all-time highs and I'm still holding it, I'm going to hold it. Uh, even drawing down... 80 90 percent it is still in the top 50 which is important what they do is extremely important data storage file storage in a decentralized manner and then just looking at the chart here we are i mean how much lower are we going to go how much lower are we going to go so i feel like we're at the bottom not only that but we've got a double bottom here so uh if i'm holding if if i bought my bag anything over 50 bucks I'm holding. If I bought it at maybe, you know what? I'm holding all the way. I'm gonna hold. I'm holding Filecoin. I think it's important. Again, even after let, drawing let me, down, let me let me just add on this here. If me and David both agree on something, there's probably a good chance uh, there's a good reason behind it. Something will happen. Yeah. So, uh, y'all yeah, just this just actually might you be will. a pretty good entry point now that I'm looking at it. Speaking of entry points, uh, if you guys have ever wanted to find a software a product ta something that is not lagging that will actually tell you hey now is a good time to enter hey now is a good time to exit you're gonna want to come and watch our show tomorrow we are bringing on forrest from crypto stackers he is a ta guru his software that's proprietary literally will chart and tell you this is the entry point this is an exit point in real time it's not lagging so you want to learn more about that. You want to get some TA from an absolute expert, someone who knows what they're talking about. Tomorrow, 10.30 a.m. Pacific time. Come by, bring your friends, bring your family. Let's get 50, 60 viewers in the chat for Forrest when he comes on and does our TA for us. Couple that up with, uh, with our blockchain parlay. It's going to be a fire show tomorrow. Now, let us know what you guys think in the chat. If you are holding Filecoin, put a one. If you are folding Filecoin, put it to. We're curious to know what you guys think. All right? So Robin and I are both holding. 
Next coin. Hold them or fold them. You got a ginormous bag of cool coin tokens. <clears throat> Robin, I will go first on this one. Am I holding coup? Am I folding coup? I'm finna fold. All right, so. I'm about to start a coup up in this motherfucker. I can't believe you're gonna fold that, man. <laughs> oh, God. You are hilarious. All right, so. I'm not happy with KuCoin. Um, I don't like their user face. I think it's too sloppy. And, and obviously, face. talking about the token directly relates to their platform. So I'm going to talk about their platform and why I won't use their platform. Hence, I will not buy their token or hold their token. Their platform user interface is all over the place. Uh, their customer service is non-existent. One of my best friends, I've said this before, they lost his ADA for a month. He transferred ADA from his trust wallet to his KuCoin account and apparently got lost. The wallet was under maintenance and no one said anything. Typically, when you have an exchange and their wallet, their, uh, their wallets on their platform are going under maintenance, they will tell you so you don't send anything to that wallet. They didn't do anything. Trying to get a hold of their customer service sucks. Long story short. Uh, yes, do they have a lot of trading pairs? Do they have a lot of crypto assets? Yes, but I'm not impressed with the platform. I think there's better ones out there. Therefore, KuCoin token, I'm folding. Robin, what say you? Bro, you're wrong. For seven that. in the chat. <laughs> it was one or two, Freddie, not seven. <laughs> what is wrong with you, man? Of course, I'm going to hold me some KuCoin. And why am I going to hold KuCoin? Why? Yeah. Doesn't matter. KuCoin's price movement is not directly correlated to customer service, okay? It is a token. That token is that appreciates linked and depreciates to their value platform. by the people that hold it, not by how long you're on hold. On the Why phone. would people hold the KuCoin token, Robin? Because they're trading on the platform to, to pay less in I'm fees, saying, right or man. wrong? Okay, so it's directly. I'm not tied to looking the at their customer service and how many star ratings they got on Yelp here. Okay, <laughs> listen, for me, I, I'm looking at where it is in the ecosystem that it falls in. Okay, you got FTX uh, with the FTT token. You got Crypto.com with the Crow token. Uh, we got BNB's token at number three on the market cap list, uh, and then you got another major player, KuCoin who is way, way behind on the list. You're talking about a $1.5 billion market cap. It is pennies compared to the competition. Tons of room to grow. And if you don't think that there's a gigantic community that are using KuCoin all the time, you must be mistaken because your professional traders are logging into KuCoin all the time. There's a lot of tokens that you can't find on Coinbase, on Binance, on FTX. And where do you pick these tokens up at? KuCoin. Where do you buy your XRP at? KuCoin. Where do you buy your Monero at? Not KuCoin. But <laughs> there is a lot of stuff on there you can buy. And so with that said, uh, just for where it is on the market cap list, its potential to grow, fit even caught up to FTX, who is behind Crypto.com. I mean, you're talking some big Xs there, some big returns. And I could see that easily. All right, one in the chat if you're holding KuCoin, two in the chat if you're folding KuCoin. Let us know what you think. 
All right, that'll do it for our Hold'em or Fold'em. We are going into our very last segment of our show today. The Market Analysis. What was that? My French. Apparently, this will be uh, the last week of this graphic here. We've had yes. some complaints. People said they don't like the scratchiness. I know uh, James hated the scratchiness. Eddie comes in today. First thing he says is, I don't like uh, so uh, we are going to be getting rid of that uh, graphic animation yeah. of marketing. Oh, we got a new person. <laughs> what? The... I don't see anybody on mine. Yeah. Quarter Crawler. Hola, Quarter Crawler. Welcome to Sin City Crypto. If you're not familiar already, we're entertainment-focused cryptocurrency channel where we have one amazing host, Big Rob, yeah. Yeah. and one not-so-amazing host, this guy. Look at that face. When's the last time you shaved? Don't worry about when you I look, shave. You look like a disaster, bro. I look like a disaster. <laughs> like, Eddie, shut your ass up back you there. You need like there. some kind of hair Don't think I forgot, Eddie, about all the times you talk crap on the, like, on the you chat. You got a neck beard that's turning into a neck plus bro, chest don't beard. don't get me started on your ugly ass, all right? We're not going down this rabbit hole. Uh, quarter collar, we're going to call you 25. <laughs> 25? 25. <laughs> <laughs> QP, we like to give nicknames. To our guests, I mean our guests, our uh, crypto fam in, in the chat on the show, uh, I like to call you 25. If you're okay with that, 25. let us know. Either way, welcome. We're excited to have you. Put a 25 in the chat if you like 25. <laughs> All right, let's get back to the markets. I want to go over some of the top gainers and top losers of the day. Go ahead and pull up my laptop, Eduardo. Uh, we are still down 2.5%. Bitcoin holding steady over 42,000. Looking at the top gainers and losers over the last 24 hours, you have Anchor Protocol up 8.6%, Quant up 7.5%, Cosmos is still pumping, it is up 40% over the last 7 days, and then Waves has doubled in a week. For a top 50 project to double in a week during essentially a bear market is extremely, extremely impressive. Uh, then you have ICP up 2%, MakerDAO 2.5%, and then Robin's favorite Ethereum Classic, just like him, absolutely useless. Uh, and then we have the top losers of the day. Harmony One down 7.5%. Convex Finance down 6.6%. Ave. Ave has been struggling lately. I uh, wonder if it has to do with the BlockFi settlement. Uh, Ave is very similar to BlockFi in that they do lending and borrowing DeFi. So, saw so what happened with BlockFi. They got hit with a $100 million settlement. Plus, they have to register as a security. Aave's price has been down for quite some time. It went from 50 cents to over 300 bucks in a matter of 10 months. So now it's drawn down to 128 bucks. Phantom, Phantom. Do you think this is a good entry point for Phantom, Robin? If you're not familiar with Phantom, we are huge fans of Phantom. Uh, they are a layer one DeFi protocol uh, backed by the godfather of DeFi, Andre Cronier. Robin, what are your thoughts? Should people be buying phantom absolutely uh this is definitely one no financial of, advice. this is uh one of the one of the things i got to target on for the bear market slash accumulation phase that we're in now uh, i think this is going to be at the forefront there with solana avalanche algorand i think it's uh definitely going to give them a run for their money there's no reason it shouldn't be up there with those with those players so i like it it's a great, a great buying opportunity. Uh, they are really into DeFi. So Ethereum, NFTs, 
Solana into uh, not working. And what else, what else do we got? Uh, you know, Cardano's like, you know, bank the unbanked. Anyways, Phantom's thing is DeFi. And I don't think we've really seen the explosion of DeFi. We had the launch of Uniswap and we had that thing kind of take off. But just a bunch of nerds trying to buy small tokens that aren't on exchanges. And it started off kind of novelty-ish. But I think there's going to be actual real use case where people take out loans, where people are transacting on a daily basis in the same way that they're buying tokens routinely on Coinbase and they're buying tokens routinely on Binance and on KuCoin. I think people are going to be actively using DEXs in the future and who's doing it really well right now. Crazy amount of TVL or total value locked in uh, Phantom. So yep. uh, everything uh, everything points to a great project. So And just kind of looking at the chart for Phantom here. This is the Phantom one-day chart. Uh, I would not recommend, as far as an entry point, I'd say maybe wait. Uh, but then again, I'll say this, and I'll keep saying it every time I do TA. If you plan on holding for two, three years anyways, unless you're putting in like a super stupid amount of money like you're going to dump a quarter million dollars into phantom then yes two three cents might make a difference but in the long term you plan on holding two three four years you're putting in a grand two grand hundred bucks whatever the case may be 10 cents 20 cents even 30 cents is not going to make you that know, big of a difference another thought here where's dfib at dfib knew some stupid was dfib where you at bro where you at dfib doesn't like us bro leave the guy alone he doesn't like you he doesn't like me. Just Anyways, saying, man. We got we if, if we got people, 25 people, in here. People, we good. We good, man. 25 replace Q. People in chat. Head. If you don't know who DFib is, let me tell you. Let me tell you a story here. No, no more stories. You've had your story time. He was one of our regulars. He ain't no, here no, no he's more. He's not though. one of our regulars. He's Robin's bromance buddy. <laughs> they have this weird thing where they get really excited to see each other virtually, I guess. I don't know what the hell's going on. Mr. DFib, come back. DFib, come back. We got 25 in here, bro. We're good. We're good. So anyways, can we go back to the, some actual freaking crypto news and technical stuff? Um, so for me, I would wait. The bands are kind of constricting, so we will see a little bit of consolidation. But I think we're going to come closer to this, uh, to the lower band here, which is right around the $1.50 range. So, And not a lot of volume on Phantom either, So, which is weird. Big candles means volatility, but not a lot of volume. So we'll see. I would wait on Phantom. But then again, again, saying it for the 50th time, you plan on holding long-term, doesn't matter, really price anyways, okay? All right, uh, let's do some TA on Bitcoin. So I have the, I want to pull up the day chart and then I want to pull up the week chart, okay? I told you guys two days ago when this green candle went into this resistance zone, I said the next day, if we don't pierce through this top line or at least get close to it or get above it, we are going to come down and look what happened. We hit it. We came up there in this resistance zone between 42, sorry, between uh, 44 and $46,000. We got rejected once again for the third time since February 7th. And if you go all the way back to January 13th, it would be the fourth time. This is extremely bearish. Triple tops, double tops, triple tops are very bearish. Think of it uh, in terms of traders. If you're working your ass off to push through something, to, to, to run through a wall, and you keep running into the wall, 
You don't make it. You're First like, of all, you knock down a door with a knock, and now you're running through walls, bro. Let me make my analogy here, guy. <laughs> you're trying to bust through a wall. You full speed ahead. Nope. You re you recoup. Full speed ahead. Nope. Eventually, you're gonna get tired. You're gonna quit. You're gonna give up, and that's what's happening. The bulls push this up. It gets rejected by the bears, and the price comes down. Eventually, the bulls are gonna say fuck it, and the price will dip down to this support zone of 33 eventually you can't get through the wall 000. if you're trying to run through the wall you're not going to get through it no robin you how not. many times you got to run into the wall before you like like this eddie, wall right this? here this one you know eddie you watch through the like, light eddie you watch you watch on many, your in your many, house how many times but now you can actually see what i deal with with this guy all right so that's the daily chart the weekly chart is essentially the same thing but it carries more weight because the longer time frames you look at patterns and candlesticks the stronger the indicator and we've done the same thing on the weekly chart every single week over the last two two out, three out of the last four weeks we have gone into this resistance zone and been rejected eventually we're going to fall down and uh, I was watching a, a Gareth Soloway video, who's a great TA expert. He thinks we're going to get into the low tens. Uh, and I don't know if I'd go that far. Um, nah. But we'll see. I definitely, definitely think we're getting into this twenty-eight to $30,000 range. Robin doesn't think so. I think so. Uh, my I hope opinion, I'm wrong. But my actually, I don't hope I'm wrong. I'm hope I'm right so I can accumulate I more think, I think the ultimate floor, I think sub $30,000 is out the window this point moving on until the end of time bitcoin will never go under thirty thousand dollars want to make a bet uh if let's make if a bet it i not discounting a candle no no closing candle. closing under 30k you want to bet 50 bucks I, in bitcoin I, I, okay how about this 48 hours under no 30K. more than 48 hours i think it might no, go no I think, less than I could, 48 hours you mean yeah so i think i think it could I so, think it could go down to twenty nine thousand. I could see that. Happen. Shoot I could up. say maybe twenty eight thousand. However, I think it's going to bounce so hard. Is there a time limit on this? I told you, till the end of time. Okay. So, or, deal. Or, or, we'll make or, how about bet. this? How about this? By the end of the year. Okay. Because, By the end of the year, at some point, I need to cash out and get get my side. By the end money. of the year, if Bitcoin drops under thirty k and stays there for at least two days, Robin owes me fifty bucks in Bitcoin. There it is. And if it doesn't, I owe him fifty bucks in Bitcoin. Save the receipts. We're going under 30K. And I'm telling you guys, if that scares you, you're, you are in crypto for the wrong reasons, right? I believe in cryptocurrency so much that even though it hurts my portfolio in the short term, I want, if, if I see a $20,000 Bitcoin, I will literally cash out equity in my home and buy five of them. Simple as that. So that's what we're doing. All right. Uh, I think that'll do it for our show today. Uh, just to kind of review, guys, tomorrow is going to be an epic, epic show. I need your guys' support. We have a special TA guest on our show tomorrow. He's going to give his knowledge to you, to us, crypto stackers. Mr. Forrest is going to be on our show tomorrow at 10.45 a.m. Pacific time. We also have Blockchain Parlay. Spread the word. Tweet it on your Twitter. Put it on your social media. We want to... Fill up the chat for Forrest when he comes in tomorrow. It's going to be a great time. Banging show tomorrow. We're excited. We hope you guys are too. Robin, any parting words before we leave? So, 
not all. I'm not gonna get. Since we didn't give out that twenty five dollars in uh, Bitcoin today, we're gonna add that in tomorrow as well. No, just do it tomorrow. That's what I'm saying. I'm gonna add that in. Yes. Yeah, no, so, don't add it to the blockchain. No, 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 no. Yeah, it's gonna be okay, so. Yeah. So tomorrow, I'm assuming we, we're, we're gonna get twenty one viewers tomorrow. I, I, everybody shows up for free money. Uh, so we'll get to twenty one tomorrow. I'll give out. I'll give out the uh, twenty five dollars in Bitcoin when we hit twenty one tomorrow, and then. Blockchain parlay. Blockchain parlay. We'll give out another hundred bucks. Yeah. Uh, so if you got Terra Luna, you're in the lead. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Uh, either way, come. Make sure you come back. Say hello. Watch the TA tomorrow. Really cool special guest. Really excited. Yeah. Roll the outro, bro. Let's Roll the go. Outro. Let's go. All right. We love you guys. Enjoy the rest of your day. We'll see you mañana, 10:30 a.m. Bright and early, Pacific time. Enjoy the rest of your day. Hey, thanks for the new subs. Yeah. Uh, 25 we expect to see you back and, uh, tomorrow andrew it's good seeing you back in here man zero we expect you back tomorrow and then there was another uh, new person actually 25 actually. 25 man thank you for subscribing man we, much love baby see you tomorrow Peace. and uh hindi welcome back Peace.